on the house or every Arizona homeowner's best friend. Open hour at Rosie on the House. We'll take any question you have about your house, home, castle, or cabin. All you have to do is dial the toll-free number, 1-888-767-4348. My wife, sweet Jennifer, will pick the line up, get your name, your question, we'll get you on air as quick as we can, answer the question for your benefit, as well as all the Arizona homeowners that are listening. It's an educational effort that we try and make a little fun put our 48 years of building and remodeling Arizona homes to work for you. And it's all free. All you have to do is dial one 767 4348 Or you can talk to Romy through your text machine. How would they do that, Romy? 411-923 during the broadcast. If you want to text your question, Romy will pick it up on his screen and we'll answer it as well. I want to take a couple minutes. You know, we've got Rosie on the house, destined and working hard to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend. And um, one of the ways we do that is our website, rosieonthehouse.com. At that website, there is a referral directory of contractors that we have pre-vetted and certified as Rosie on the House Partners. And it isn't easy to get in. It's the most vetted referral network on the planet. Just ask any of the ones that have made it through. And we're a growing network. There are people that are continuing. We've got hundreds that are applying, but very few that can make it. But we'd like to congratulate Vicki Gorman from Realty Executives for being Rosie on the House approved realtor in the Phoenix metro area. Welcome aboard, Vicki. Debbie Atkinson, Atkinson Insurance, Regal Bath and Kitchen, remodeler in the East Valley, Aqua Therapy Tubs, Same Day Garage Door Services, Armored Roofing, all award-winning new members to the Rosie on the House referral directory. So when you're in need of having something done in, about, or around your house, you go to rosieonthehouse.com. It says select a partner. You'll plug in what service it is you'd like done and your zip code. And then we will provide you the Rosie certified vetted contractors for you to contact. And that's all you need to do. You don't need to enter your address. You don't need to enter your contact information. I mean, it's not like you have to go through all these hoops and jumps, uh, zip code or city, uh, and select your category and bam. Then all the communication is direct to the partner that you select to uh, reach out to. It's not one of these where you're going to have to fill out information and then get lambasted with a bunch of, you know, follow-up email and data mine. You know, we the, the faster we can connect you to the partner without any interference or, uh, you know, like I said, lack of any kind of data mining that you know we don't like that feeling we're not going to do that to you we never share information ever that database is private all right now we would ask you to go to that referral network before you have service done and contact us with the problems you're incurring Here's a woman in the Phoenix metro area that called a big-name plumbing company out to her house. 
All she wanted was a water heater service. Well, she was convinced she needed a new water heater. A 40-gallon, that's, that's, that's average. That's traditional. That's the ones you can buy anywhere. She got one for $3,500. $3,500, and that did not include the drain valve or the electric quick disconnect or the flood stop or the replace the washing machine hoses for $365. And then she calls us and she wants to know, was I treated fairly? No, you were not treated fairly. But there's nothing we can do about it because we are not a government agency that enforces fairness. And unfortunately, in that case, I don't know the registered contractor could do anything because nothing She's, was done out of code. Yep. she was just sold a bunch of stuff she didn't need. I don't. I don't. And, there's not a no. government agency that and, goes and she, out there. And she signed that. the work order. She was convinced she needed all this stuff. So, protect yourself. Don't you touch your home without touching Rosie on the house first. And don't let your friends touch their house without touching Rosie on the house first or your family or relatives or your new neighbors that have just recently moved in. They in particular need to know about Rosie on the house so they'll know where they can be treated fairly. I did get more questions on our number one YouTube our number one YouTube, Rosie on the House has its own YouTube channel. And the number one video, or, or the number two video, I think, is securing double French doors. Um, the number one video is, is fixing a ghosting door. But in Arizona, for years, we built homes with back patio sliding aluminum doors. And that was very prominent all through the 60s and the 70s. Then we came up with the French door, the double French doors. Then we came up with a double French door that was built the right height that it could fit in the same opening as a patio sliding door. Well, those double French doors can be very, very easy to break into even when you have the deadbolt thrown. They're very easy to break into. So we have a YouTube on how to secure those French doors. Generally speaking, those French doors open in, okay? And if you watch the YouTube, it'll show you how to secure it so it's no longer an easy point to break into your house. The question we had, okay, Rosie, I love that idea. I love what the YouTube shows, but how about if my French doors swing out? Okay, you will do exactly the same procedure. You will open the active leaf. You will find the threshold lock and the head lock, and you will lock them. Then you will pin them in place with some screws. The other thing you have to do without swinging doors is make sure the hinges on the door have non-removable pin hinges. So no one can simply just pop the pins out of the hinge and remove the door that way. So exactly the same procedure, except those non-removable pin hinges need to be installed on at least one 
hinge at each door, but I'd recommend go ahead and replace. If you have a pair of hinges on each door or a pair and a half hinges on each door, just replace all of them, non-removable pin hinges. And another thing we are doing with the YouTube is when we have guests in the studio or we uh, we now videotape the broadcast, and then we'll cut it up into specific talking points. So over the course of an hour with a partner, we may end up with 9, 19, 25 individual segments, and then we categorize them all and put them in a playlist. So you can do, uh, and that playlist will just go start to finish, so you can scroll it and hit the highlights. So it's kind of like a a video uh, cliff note edition of... The, the broadcast. Now, I don't know that a lot of people listening are going to find that handy, but if you've got somebody that uses video things or YouTube for their source of information and they're, you know, they're having or working on something on their home, well, all of those playlists are obviously categorized. Well, go listen to Rosie's plumbing playlist on YouTube. Go listen to his painting playlist. Go listen to his flooring playlist. And it's all Arizona specific. That's what's critical about it. And we've now embedded that into the newsletter. So go to the webpage and be a subscriber. Welcome aboard. Introducing our newest trusted Rosie Certified Partner to the award-winning Rosie on the House Certified Partner Network. And today the team finds itself down in Gilbert, Arizona with Same Day Garage Door, the newest partner to Rosie on the House. We've got the owners, Christopher and Peter Brown. Gentlemen, welcome to the network. How are you doing, Romy? Thank you for having us. So how'd you guys, you know... Did you take this over from your dad? Very few times you see like brothers come together. No, we didn't inherit this. Actually, um, I started the business by myself in 2016. Uh, just a single truck and a little shelf in my garage. And as word got out with good reviews, I was able to hire on additional people. A couple years into it, I was able to pillage my brother from a <laughs> competitive company and have him come join me. Do you feel pillaged, Christopher? <laughs> Actually, no. It was a friendly transfer. <laughs> what drew you to garage doors as a trade? Uh, I've always been an entrepreneurial type of person. Careers in a lot of different things in real estate and property management. And after a while, I found myself as a career poker player. That was going well, and I was supporting my family with it. And then we got the news that uh, we were having a child. And I thought uh, maybe I should go grab something that has a little bit more consistent income. And having grown up in my father's machine shop, I was a very hands-on person, very mechanically inclined. And as I was looking through want ads, I saw a garage door and I was like, hey, you know. I could do that. I could probably do that. About three years later, I decided I'd start my own. (laughs) And when somebody calls, they need a garage door, they've got a broken spring. Same day garage door service kind of leads me to believe we're going for you're, it. You're going to try and get there the same day. <laughs> yeah, on rare instances, you know, if they're slightly outside the service area, we might have to book them for the next day. But we definitely do our best to get to you on the same day. Uh, I mean, it's in our name. Primarily focused on the East Valley. Um, we are growing, but for now, uh, the entire East Valley, uh, a little bit of the West Side. We've tried to strategically grow the company to where we can make sure that we can service the people the same day. And how often is somebody calling you to replace something that's broken and you get out there and it, it's 
Maybe it's just time to update the entire garage door. It's a conversation that you have to have with every homeowner at the right time. We're showing up usually when something's broken and they have to call somebody. We're going to make the best out of that situation for them. Plant the seeds that they can have a better better door, a more efficient, uh, cooler garage. And we'll get, have an opportunity here shortly to talk about that. Y'all are coming in studio on November 11th. Well, I wanted to bring you in, as we do with all of our new partners, and welcome you to the team, introduce you to the audience. And you're joining a, an elite group, and we're happy to have you on board. Well, we are also excited to become partners. We're, we're glad that we got through that, and we passed the test. It's nice to meet all your listeners. You were talking about the videos that are available in our newsletter and on our website. I mean, I uh, just recently, a couple of perfect examples of that. We had uh, Joe from uh, Arizona Paint Company and, and John from Mighty Electricians. Uh, you can go on there and click on the segments. And I think we had like 20 painting tips that were video recorded in that one hour of broadcast alone prepping a wall, filling wood chips and nicks in your door casing, the right way to roll out a wall, the right way to protect your flooring from any paint project you're trying to tackle. And then John was a wealth of information on electrical information. And we're going to cover that a little bit later in this particular hour, tuning up the electrical system, what a homeowner can do to tune up the electrical system in about and around their home. Uh, we'll be covering that just a little bit in uh, later in the 1040 segment. So with all that said, we're here to help inform you. We've got an interesting article here uh, from a national newspaper, the Wall Street Journal, talking about the cost of bathroom remodeling nationally. And if you'll look it up, it's a little bit different than what you may hear, see, or watch on some of the home improvement uh, uh, television shows that are so prominent <laughs> on cable TV. Uh, we were recently with someone that had done several homes for these uh, remodeling television shows. And what they don't tell you, what they don't make very clear, is very often the products that are going into that project are being donated by the manufacturer, the supplier, or the distributor. So when you hear what they're spending to get that job done, it really hurts us remodelers that aren't having free materials donated to us to come do your home. Generally speaking, those remodeling show prices you hear are about half what a realistic price should be. So we've got people lining up with questions. I'd like to, we are a call-in question answer talk show. Let's see if we can bring Dane into the conversation, calling from Glendale. See if there's a way we can help him out. Good morning, Dane. Hey, good morning. Uh, thank you for uh, taking my call. Let's see if we can help. Um, uh, I, it's probably a super easy fix for you, but <laughs> I think I'm stuck on stupid. Okay. All and right. <laughs> I, we, we got a house we bought, and uh, well, it's we it's a built in nineteen seventy eight. My wife and I have had it for about eight years now, and we had a leak coming out of the guest bathroom coming through to the living room, and just a small. And 
we uh, I pulled the faucets off and I saw that you know one of the seats in the faucet in the bathtub was you know bad crack you know just deteriorating. So I pulled the you know faucets off and replaced the seats and um, in both bathrooms just to make sure I just redid everything. Uh, the master bath I've had no problems with any water leaking, but the guest bathroom, the bathtub. Every single month, and I kid you not, every single month, I have to take things off and put washers back in, new washers. And sometimes uh, even the little screw hole in the washer, maybe I just didn't screw it on all the way or whatever, it's completely off. I don't get it. It's been about almost a year now that I've been doing this every single month, and I don't know what to do. Well, that's certainly uh, not something you should have to do. And the secret to Rosie on the House isn't that we know everything. It's our network of partners that come together and help uh, the mission of being every Arizona homeowner's best friend. So we've reached out to Joseph at Thunderbird Plumbing, and he's joining us on the line uh, to help answer that. Uh, let me bring you into the conversation, Joseph. Did Were you able to hear everything Dane was asking? Did we— Joe? Well, I'm not sure we thought we had a lifeline. We're having, obviously, a little technical problem. So hang tight. We'll see if we can't continue this conversation and get Dane some answer. Because Hello? Hey, Joe? Okay. Well, well, we'll try and figure it out during the break and uh, come back and solve this issue for Dane. And you can join the conversation at one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. We have our weekly to-do coming up in the next segment as well. We'll be talking about uh, an electrical tune-up. And then uh, some interesting things just about the changing of the housing landscape. You know, I've got a stack of articles here, one talking about the hottest zip codes uh, in Arizona for apartment construction. Uh Connecting homes with prefab modular home factories. They've they've got a new level of prefab that's coming out. And then, uh, have you ever heard of rent to build, build to rent? Some new concept going up in the Avondale area uh, that I have printed out. So there's just a, a very different changing landscape in our housing industry that we'll talk about and how it can affect uh, Arizona homeowner and your lifestyle here at Rosie on the House. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you to join the conversation. And let's go back. If you're just joining us, we had Dane had an issue with his faucets, and we're bringing in one of our certified plumbers, Joseph from Thunderbird Plumbing. Do we have you this time, sir? Yes, I'm here. Hi. <laughs> so, what'd you think about Dane's issue? Uh, that was a, a new one to me. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I, I'm not sure if uh, he's having issues with the washers on the older style faucets that had removable seats and washers. If uh, there's potential that those washers are being tightened tightened too much during the closing process and smashing the washers. Um, I did have a recommendation though. If he has, if the screw that holds the washer on the end of the stem is becoming loose, which it sounded like before uh, I was disconnected before. Um, 
that can be solved with a, a little bit of thread locker. Um, not the not the red type. The blue is the less permanent, um, but that can prevent those screws from walking out and letting the washer fall out of place um, on his older style uh, multi-handle shower valve faucet. We hope that helps and uh, gives you a little bit of uh, direction on getting that issue solved. And if that doesn't, uh, you know, Thunderbird Plumbing is out there on the West Valley with you. And, hey, I'm just looking at your location, Joe. So how nice is that Northern Parkway now? Oh, it is wonderful. It is wonderful, as well as the uh, 303 uh, being completed <laughs> or, or mostly completed up to I-17. It's wonderful. Yeah, that, that really has helped that whole side of the, of the valley. So hang tight, Joseph, though, because we've got sure. um, Jeff wants a question on a recirculating pump. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to put you on hold because these two calls on air at once are not working today. So, Jeff, I'm going to bring you on the air, have you ask your question. And I'll put you back on hold and go to Joseph to answer your question. So go ahead and ask your question, uh, Jeff and Glendale. All right. All righty, I appreciate it. Wonderful uh, chatting with you guys. Uh, a while back, you talked about uh, a device that you put on the furthest faucet from your water heater and another one you put on your water heater. And, you know, the water heater in my house is on one end of the house and the shower's on the other. And it takes like 10 minutes for any hot water to show up. And I was kind of curious, number one, how that works. And if I read properly how it works, does that mean my cold water line is also going to have hot water in it when I go to take a shower? Oh, man, that's a great question, Jeff. So I'm going to put you on hold. Don't hang up. I'm just going to put you on hold and bring Joseph into the conversation. How do we get hot water from Jeff's water heater on one side of the house to a shower on the other side of the house where it's not taking 10 minutes and we're just running, running, running water down the drain? Sure. So the ideal solution is is to have a dedicated recirculation pump. But for uh, homes that were built without that dedicated line, uh, you have something like the uh, Grunfos Comfort Series uh, system pump, which is a basically two-part system. You have the pump, which is mounted on top of the water heater itself. And then you have a valve that comes with it that basically cross connects your cold and hot water together and so it allows the water in the hot water line that is not warmed up yet to be pushed over into the cold side so you're not wasting the water by running a faucet for several minutes um, that generally speaking will cut the wait time down to half of what it was previously because you don't want to allow that valve to stay open and pull 120 degree water over into your cold because you would end up with a reverse situation where you'd have to run your cold water for a minute or two to purge out all the hot water and get your cold water back. And am I having to operate this valve manually on the user end by the shower? Mm -hmm. No, my apologies. That valve is, once it's installed, you don't need to do anything with it. It is thermostatic, so it is temperature sensing and opens and closes. Um, now, the factory doesn't give us an exact temperature reading on when it closes and opens, but generally speaking, I would say it's it's in the, in the 80s, high 80s, um, 
and that's again what allows the water to uh, for for you to only wait about half the amount of time that you did previously to deliver hot water to the uh, back faucets, uh, most commonly the back uh, main bathroom. And I know it's hard, but I mean, is, do you have a ballpark of what those are getting installed for these days? Uh, those uh, through our our company, Thunderbird Plumbing, uh, we're offering the Grunfos Comfort System installed is eight twenty five, and that includes all parts and labor. So, all right, outstanding. So that's one way to get uh, hot water from your water heater to the point of use, uh, particularly a shower, without having to run the water forever. Let that water go down the drain. And waiting for it to heat up. And yes, with the thermostat, Jeff, it will shut itself off before hot water infiltrates your cold water line. Like Joseph said, there may be 80 degree water ish, but that's, you know, that's swimming pool water temperature. Almost, that's not even almost, <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> my, my kids like it when it's closer to 90. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm the same way. Well, thank you, Joseph, for joining us. That's Joseph with Thunderbird Plumbing next year. Get this next year. He will be will be his twentieth anniversary being a Rosie on the House certified partner. That's awesome! Congratulations, Joe, and thank you for carrying the Rosie on the House banner in the great way that you do. Well, one of the things we talk about is the handyman do-it-yourself tip of the week, and we're talking this week about uh, homeowners can help maintain the electrical system in their house without even touching the wires. Let's kind of talk them through some of the basic steps. One of the things I'd like you all, all you homeowners to know, is there's been a code change about smoke detectors. And a lot of you have a smoke detector in the bedroom hall. You'll have a smoke detector in the kitchen. And then you'll have a temperature rate of rise indicator in the garage. And that's all that was required for years and years and years. But the new smoke detector codes say a smoke detector will be in every bedroom. It will be in every hall that leads to a bedroom. It will be in the kitchen area. So contemplate going ahead and making the investment, even even if it's the battery type, bringing your house up to code. I would encourage you when you're mounting these, go ahead and find the joist in the ceiling or the, or the stud up high on the wall and go ahead and anchor into that wood framing member as opposed to just the sticky kind where you peel and stick on the wall. Funny thing about that is it doesn't stick very long when there's a rate of rise of temperature. <laughs> generally caused by a fire but it'll it'll probably go off and make a lot of noise so go ahead and look through our article on verifying your home is up to date on smoke and fire detection devices throughout the house then we also go into a short explanation on gfi circuits as well as arc fault circuits and they're two different things when GFIs first came out back in the 80s and 90s, uh, homeowners hated them because they were breakers that we put in the electric box outside. And uh, when the missus of the house would plug in her hair blower and hair curler and dryer, it would blow the circuit. 
And the only way to get that turned back on was go all the way outside to the electric panel, flip the breaker. Well, we've greatly improved the GFI so they're not being thrown constantly. And then we move them inside the house. So if they do flip and they break, you can simply reset them right there at location. So they've become a lot more user-friendly. I'll tell you another product that's really cool, and you can find it at the Rosie on the House e-store. It's called Snap Power. And these are little electric trim plates that you don't need to be an electrician. You simply remove the trim cover from an outlet or a switch, and you just snap these back on and it looks exactly the same you can't tell the difference but the difference is that they are motion activated lights so you can actually put these on beside your bed or down the hall or in the bathroom and when you get up in the middle of the night it will sense your motion turn a very dim little night light on that points down and lights your path and it's called Snap Power, and we've just brought them in to the Rosie on the House East Store. We love these things and how easy they are to install and how effective they are. And I'll keep you posted, but I'm currently talking to the inventor and the manufacturer. I'm encouraging them not only to make it a motion-activated night light, but make it a motion-activated black light so when you swing your feet off the bed, and touch the floor, and the night light goes on, it's actually a black light. Interesting. That, and you know and what happens with black lights? That shows you every scorpion in the carpet between your bed and the bathroom. Much appreciated. I think, I think we've got an Arizona-specific improvement to this product that we can make. So has anyone ever heard of building to rent? Yep. You heard of rent to own. Build to rent. Why would you build it and then rent it? I have a few answers. What do you think, Rosie? Why would people do that? No, I, go ahead, babe. <laughs> go ahead. Well, when you think about how hard it is right now to get a, get a home, if you don't have equity and you haven't ever owned a home, it's hard to get that down payment. The interest rates are high. Right. And a lot of people have student loans. So it's just really, really hard to get to that space where you can move in a home. And so people's options are to live in apartments and people are tired of living in apartments. So this this concept is not just like a one off house, like a house in a neighborhood. This is a community. Uh, investors, real estate investors are building communities where you um, have a whole neighborhood of people who are renting. So you have the chance to have community. You have the chance to have, you know, neighbors. They have community pools and parks and things like that so you're not you're in a home environment with space and land and air fresh air without being in an apartment so it's really kind of a neat idea of course there are some downsides sides you're not investing in a, a home you're going to get to own that was my next question is like you know you're built to rent at what point do you have any equity to go out and buy something else if you don't you know if but you're not. You're also not paying for repairs or anything like that. I mean, there's there's pros and cons. And you're not in an apartment. It's not mm -hmm. like if you were living in an apartment, you're ever going to get any equity out of that to go invest right. in a home. Right. Right. And this in particular neighborhood going up. Uh, Is there one here? Like Avondale, I okay. think. Uh, 
103 detached two-story homes, three four-bedroom floor plans, open interior uh, with nine-foot ceilings, kitchen islands, and it also comes with a community resort-style pool. You know, that that has a lot of room for interpretation. <laughs> what they are, yeah. <laughs> Spa, fitness, outdoor kitchen, and a gated entry. So. Well, with that big a home, too, you I would suspect there was children moving in, so your children would have a chance to have neighborhood kids to play with as opposed to being in an apartment. So I think it's, it's, you know, I think people are just looking for solutions. It's like... I don't want to live in an apartment, apartment the rest of my life. And casitas are expensive to build, and, you know, it's just tough. I bet you that thing fills up before the first house is finished. Let's track it. <laughs> I, want to, I want to know. I, Let's track I'll it. I'll bet you that entire thing fills up before the first house is even given a certificate of occupancy. <laughs> That's my bet. And then on your point on apartments, there was uh, Arizona Big Media had an article this week about uh, the hottest zip codes the, for construction, apartment construction, and uh, yours was actually one of them. <laughs> I, I could have told you that. I've been fussing for the five years. Just getting worse. Yes, and just the density. And I'm like, what is there another apartment being built? But, you know, people need places to live, so I can't be an old crotchety old woman, I guess. <laughs> and, 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 well, you, well, you can be, <laughs> but, but, you, but she chooses not Get to be. My she chooses not to be. Um, and the and the the ugly truth is that we just can't keep spreading out. You know, we live in a part of town um, that there you, there was nothing ever ever over three stories tall, and it just caused a a spread uh, that was just like a plague. And uh, Paolo Solari had it right in this regard: uh, we can live more efficiently stacked. R- Rosie can't. Uh, but society can live vertically much more efficiently than we can live horizontally, spreading out like locusts on the land. Residential <laughs> water use, 70% is outdoors. That's so right. If you don't have a yard. That's right. You, know, that's, you can put a lot more people in a square foot area and consume the same amount. And not only spread out, but you know, there's one of these in here is Tempe's 85281. I mean, Tempe's completely landlocked. Uh, completely. They've got nowhere to go but up. And they have... Over 5,600 apartments that have gone up in just five years. Uh, but one interesting thing, Goodyear was on there, too, where they still have room to grow. But they've added 1,700 apartments in their 85338 zip code. Is that the surprise area? Is that what you just said? No, Goodyear. Goodyear. That's oh. south. Okay. Like down by I-10 and the 303. Okay. It isn't going to stop. I can tell you that. They're coming. <laughs> They're coming. It's a... Uh, a very different lifestyle. And, you know, a lot of these are incorporating what some people refer to as 15-minute cities where, in theory, if you've got a desk job, you could be in an area where you would have shopping, work, community park, school. recreation, and school all within a 15-minute walk area. So you don't have, you know, these long commutes and... Uh, you know, with shades and misters, you know, you could still do that walk in the Arizona summer and not uh, not keel over. There you go. So, interesting concept. Why well, you said, I, I, I need my space. That's why we do, I do commute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to have, got to have room to, to grow and spread. You couldn't stack a horse in one of those. 
Not easily. No, I don't. I, not I, nine I, horses I think, for sure. I think I think the HOAs would have something to say about that. <laughs> Maybe I'll just have to train them how to be a draft horse and put mowers behind it so they can do the lawn. There you go. So, I mean, so, some of those some of those high rises, and I say you know high rise by our standard is anything over three or four stories. Um, I haven't found one in our zip code that would let me bring the horse up the elevator. <laughs> Not one. I'd like to see that horse get in the elevator. <laughs> and where would you store the hay? Yeah, right. Pellets, man. You got pellets for that now. Rosie on the house.com between now and next week if you've got a question about your home, castle, or cabin.